Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Criminals everywhere have the right to have an attorney provided for them if they cannot afford one. Let's see how that's working out in New Orleans. Court officials there say that while the public defender's office remains ready to provide legal services for those in trouble with the law who can't afford their own attorney, they're going to start checking IDs at the courtroom door. That's because Ashley Crawford, who's currently listed as a staff attorney with the public defender's office, one who has represented more than 100 clients in cases across all 12 divisions of the district criminal court in New Orleans, is not licensed to practice law in Louisiana. (laughs) The public defender's office says they're looking into how someone who was apparently practicing law without a license managed to get hired and work in the first place. That's who I would get. (laughs) I guarantee you. That would be just your luck? That would be my luck. That's who I would get. (laughs) We'll do it again. A thought of the day to kick things off. Alrighty. Teamwork. Yes. It's very important. Okay. It helps put the blame yes. on someone else. And that is true, Cliff. Oh, yeah. You're absolutely We're right. We're all a big team. Mm, until everything breaks down. And then it's Billy's <laughs> fault. <laughs> but Billy's going to say it's your fault. Everyone's pointing fingers at everyone. And that is teamwork. That's how we get things done in America. Yes. Well, it seems like everybody and their brother is delivering nowadays, Cliff. 7-Eleven <laughs> is in on the act. Really? Yes. <laughs> 7-Eleven. I, I was just, I thought it was just awesome when the, when the Pizza Hut here on West Broadway, when they put up on their sign, it said, now delivering beer. Yeah, well. <laughs> I just thought that was like, oh, yes. well, welcome to the 21st century. One of the best yeah. signs I've seen in a while, yes. <laughs> 7-Eleven, Cliff, yeah. is promising to get to you in 15 minutes or less Yeah, a Slurpee. Okay. Or otherwise, if they don't make it in 15 minutes or less, it's just going to be Kool-Aid in your cup. That's it. (laughs) And in sports, or in uh, following the 7 o'clock news, I'm just confused now. I'm I'm, I'm still flabbergasted by the thing that they deliver beer. Yeah, yes. (laughs) I see your dilemma, Cliff, because when you sit back and just think about it, don't just let it pass by. Let it sink in a little bit. Yeah. You can call them up. Yes. And not even leave your house, Mm -hmm. and they deliver beer. That's right. Someone will bring you beer. (laughs) Like the beer fairy (laughs) is coming to your house. Wait, today's proof that people will steal anything, anytime, and anywhere comes from a federal indictment unsealed in North Carolina last Thursday. It says a band of 21 conspirators spent nearly five years robbing multiple locations in North Carolina, Tennessee, and Virginia, eventually stealing nearly $4 million worth of product before they got caught. Prosecutors, though, say what was taken is basically the tip of the iceberg in what is lost in this industry across the country, somewhere between 45 and $75 million stolen annually. And considering what was taken in the case was tons of stuff, for which the criminals could get as much as $25 per 100 pounds, the criminals charged in the case had to have extensive equipment and trucking at the ready, and the cojones to steal thousands of gallons of used cooking oil from restaurants across the three states. 
used cooking oil has become a sought-after commodity by plants that make biodiesel and restaurants sell it as another source of revenue. Thus, it belongs to them and you can't take it. The feds, though, say they expect the crooks to fry for their crimes. <laughs> I was wondering how chicken was going to get in here and... And there you went, Cliff. Oh, yeah. Just in time for Christmas. That's right, Cliff. <laughs> We're you, six months away as of t- right now. Six months until Christmas. Yes. Okay. And just in time for Christmas, yeah. Toys R Us will be reopening some of their stores. <laughs> really? They have been bought out. Some uh, investment group is deciding to open up a few stores around the country. Okay. Just in time for Christmas. So Imagine right that. now, yeah. somewhere yeah. in an animal hospital... Mm-hmm. A veterinarian is giving CPR to Jeffrey the giraffe, <laughs> trying to get him back going again in six months. And you know yeah. people will be in there by the thousands right, to see the new but, Toys R Us. But will they turn a profit? <laughs> well, who knows about that? Yeah. Boy, Cliff, the text messages this morning. Yeah. We have had a ton of them. But about? my favorite so far. Yeah came in right after the 7 o'clock news, and it says, we don't you have the power to cut Cliff's microphone when you know a bad joke is coming. <laughs> oh, and I like how they use the little scissors icon there, as in they were going to cut my mic with a pair of scissors. And my reply was, <laughs> I would if I was actually paying attention to what's going on here. And they texted back, well, yeah. then just randomly cut him off from time to time. <laughs> Whenever I'm talking. <laughs> yes. Right. Well, Cliff, yeah. I hope that every lady that's listening this morning yeah. pays particular attention to this because Uh-oh. I'm telling what you, are you talking about? as a guy, the scientists are right about this. What? Scientists are saying that yeah. men find averagely shaped women yeah. far more attractive than fashion models or Playboy centerfolds. As a matter of fact, the research found that men prefer the shape of ordinary women Mm -hmm. equivalent to wearing a dress size 14 as compared to a super attractive supermodel. And I believe that to all be true. I I know. I totally totally agree with that. I do too. Um, But everybody stars themselves. Right, because they, everyone, every woman, and this is one of the things that I battle with what I do in the photography business, thinks that they have to conform to what society believes is true. And a part of that is is by what's portrayed in advertising. When you see advertising, you see, um, you know, the perfect person, and they've probably been Photoshopped. And even now that ads are starting to be like, we've got this... We've got this plus size model now, and she's the spokesperson. They're not. She's not really a. She's like a twelve. Yeah. That's not really plus size. No. <laughs> so eat what you want. Yes. You only get a pass through here once. Yeah. You might as well enjoy it. True. Of course, then you start looking like me, and, <laughs> and no one wants that. Yeah. Well, so <laughs> just forget the whole thing, ladies. Well, Cliff. Yes. The uh, U.S. divorce rate. Okay. Was announced yesterday. It is at a forty year low here in this country really yes interesting more marriages now end in death than they do in divorce so hey you could be one of the lucky ones (laughs) and die (laughs) one way to look at it i mean you know you could be a lucky one we citizens of the country of germany do have free speech legally protected by the government but most of the citizens there for good reason 
don't look too kindly on those who would speak up to call themselves Nazis. They're probably a little shell-shocked by the last person who did that, and so whenever someone pops up with those beliefs, the locals will find a way to make sure that their voice is feeble. Like, say, over the weekend in the town of Ostritz, hundreds of neo-Nazis were scheduled to descend on that town for a far-right music festival, and like any German festival, attendees could expect lots of beer. But fearing the possibility of violence, a judge issued a court order banning beer being shipped in for the event. There was still, however, lots of beer in the local liquor and grocery stores, and so all of the town's residents, not really wanting to have anything to do with neo-Nazis, bought out the entire stock of every store in town and took it all home, thus drying the Nazis out. <laughs> Pretty clever, though. That is actually, yeah. That is really clever. Or as most of the Germans would call it, your average Saturday. Yeah, well, <laughs> Saturday night in town. Let's go to the phone lines and Alrighty. see who our contestant is. Hi, who's this? Amy Bingham. All right, Amy, where are you from? Patoka. Okay, you ready to play for this uh, prize package we've got going on here today? Yes, I've always wanted to go. Okay, Okay. well, I hope you win, Amy. I'm going to give you a statement. You tell me if it's true or if I just made it all up, okay? Okay. Here's your statement. Every second, 600 items are ordered on Amazon. True. Congratulations, that is true. Well done. You've won the tickets. Now, would you like to also play for a $20 gift certificate for Montana Mike's, or are you going to take your train yeah. tickets and run? Uh, I'll take my train tickets and run. All right, All right. there's nothing wrong it's with not that. ready to go double or nothing. No, no, well, that's okay. <laughs> Amy, we've got your name on those tickets. You drop by our Country 98.1 studio, and you have a great time in French Lick. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Amy's our big winner. I thought she would go. I, I was kind of thinking that she would go double or nothing. I thought I heard it in her voice, yeah. but she really wants to go on the train ride, and there's nothing wrong with no, that. No, absolutely. I read this morning, yeah. veterinarians removed 19 pacifiers <laughs> from the stomach of a bulldog. 19. So this bulldog had gotten a hold of baby pacifiers and eaten 19 of them. Yes. And, you know, if you picture the yeah. facial expression of the average bulldog, yeah. they kind of look like they just swallowed something they, they shouldn't actually... have. <laughs> Is that not true? No, that's, that's, uh, that's exactly right. And have you ever seen a French bulldog? Yes. You know what one looks like, then? I, I do, yes. Do, do they not look like a miniature wolf mm. that they tried to make look like a frog at some point in time? <laughs> Does it not look that way to you? No, you're it's exactly right. It's got the wolf right. face, yes, but shaped like a frog. <laughs> That's got to be one of the ugliest things. No, you're absolutely ever. right. And whatever they eat, it makes them gassy. Really? Yeah, from what I hear. Well, my dog clearly is part bulldog. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I'll bring this up to you right now. Okay. Lions and tigers yeah. and yoga. That's the new thing really? in Sarasota, Florida. Lions, tigers, and yoga. Yes. Now, okay. I thought yoga was supposed to give you like a peace of mind, tranquility, relaxation. Well, that's part of part of the process, yes. It's, it's an intense physical workout, ironically, by putting yourself into positions that, you know, you normally can't get in. It's that achieving that struggle is the workout. But in doing that, there's also, you know, some... Some peace and relaxation that comes from that. That's what I thought. But yeah. in Sarasota, Florida, people are yeah. paying pretty good bucks yeah. to uh, do yoga exercises surrounded by lions and tigers. <laughs> so you're in this room. Yes. 
You're doing yoga. Yes. And there are lions and tigers all around you. Yes. <laughs> that, That's not going to go well. That uh, <laughs> I don't know of any position I could get in. Yeah. Except the fetal position <laughs> if I was surrounded by lions and tigers. I don't want to make a drastic <laughs> no. quick move or no, anything. No, certainly not. Maybe that's part of the relaxation. There is no relaxing in that. There is none. And we've mentioned this a couple of times, but it's worth mentioning again, Cliff. Okay. This is Mosquito Control Awareness Week. That's correct. And I know that here locally, Cliff, you can get uh, some tabs from the health department to yeah, help with that. They're, they're called dunks. So dunks. wherever you have standing water that you can't drain out. Of course, they want everyone to like drain out. Like places where water's standing. Like if you have old tires or stuff like that, first off, you shouldn't have those. But if you do, uh, they want you to dump the water out of those. But if you can't dump the water out of something like a bird bath or a goldfish pond, you can put these dunks in. It kills the eggs that the um, that the mosquitoes lay in the water. So, Well, I haven't seen any mosquitoes yet. Oh, you haven't been in the right place. <laughs> I, I, I have not seen any. We got swarmed on the porch yesterday. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm saying right now, I'm laying yes. down the gauntlet. Yeah. Good luck to any mosquitoes this year that yeah. suck my blood. <laughs> Why would you say that? Because my cholesterol will kill them. <laughs> I don't need a dunk. You suck on this blood. Yeah. You're going down for the count, mosquito. <laughs> Free-range mooching. You ever thought about doing what? that, Cliff? <laughs> what is that? Free-range mooching. I have no idea what that is. Well, let's just suppose you ever walk into a restaurant and, yeah. you know, people just left and yeah. you ever debated whether to grab a handful of the fries that they barely whoa, touched on their table. Whoa, whoa. Huh? Oh, so Have what you ever? What you're saying is uh, you eat from a table that someone else just finished and hasn't been bussed yet. Yeah, well, they then they haven't yeah, really so touched it. So you're eating their used food. Yes. <laughs> it, there's a big pro to this. It's free food. So I don't have yes, to order as much. Yes, but it's food someone else has been eating. Well, there is that. You gotta get touching. Over, you've got to I mean, get over the germ well, part there's of a it. Whole th yeah, there's a whole gross factor there that I don't think anyone... We'll ever get over. Well, there's a huge debate going on about it right now on the internet, Cliff, whether you should be a free-range moocher I'm gonna, or not. I'm going to go with no, you just because it's disgusting. It. What if you knew the person? If I, No. What if I had fries no, on my I'm table and I left I'm not after you. I find that hurtful. <laughs> so you would not be no, free-range moochie. I'm not eating after you. How about your mom? If your mom and dad got up from the table, <laughs> no. would you go over there and do a little bit of a... No. Your mom and dad. No. Seriously. Seriously. You are a germaphobe. I didn't know that about you. <laughs> it's not that I'm a germaphobe. It's just some things are gross. Well, Cliff, our yeah. take it to the bank this morning. Yeah. We were going to do it yesterday, but you suggested that we could go another route with Kung Fu. Oh, that's right. Well, today. You gave me a choice. We're back. So I get no choice today. No choice today. Okay. We're going to do how you can get someone to do what you ask them to do. It's a simple little trick. And if you do it, your odds go way up okay. of being satisfied. Cool. Yes. Our take it to the bank today uh -huh. is a really good one, I believe. Because it's trying <laughs> As opposed to, to all the others. The really bad ones we've been throwing out. The best are mediocre. Yes. Right. You see, our take it to the bank today is yeah. from science. And they have, the scientists, have discovered okay. that the secret to getting somebody to do something that you ask them to do yeah. is to talk to them mm -hmm. in their right ear. <laughs> really? Yes. I had no idea. People prefer to be addressed, by and large, yeah. in the right ear. 
because they find it easier to process the information and are therefore so it's, more likely to do what you ask. So is it something like uh, where you're, the stuff that goes in your right ear goes to the left side of your brain where all that reasoning and deduction takes place? That's exactly it. It even has a name. What's it called? It's called the right ear advantage. So if you want someone to do something, okay. speak to them in their right ear. <laughs> and that's why yeah. we are offering, starting Monday morning, yeah. the Morning Road Show, Left Ear Plugs. So that we don't become white noise to you while you're at work. Oh, oh yeah. Like that dentist office up in Lawrenceville. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't going to say that, but... Yeah, but that's true. Yes. It's true. We might send him a... A plug. Yes. Of course, we mentioned it uh, yesterday, and we'll mention it briefly real quick right now. Yeah. Supposedly, this Friday morning, yes. at 8.30, the great Wadini will be in to perform one of his mystical That's acts. right. And let me just say, let me just kind of go a different direction with that. If the great Wadini is here on Friday, you want to be sure that you subscribe to the podcast, because he'll be on the podcast. Oh, yes. Later. Yes. So then it's like, if for whatever happens, you get stuck in traffic, you're at work, you're out of, you know, whatever happens on Friday and you can't hear it live, you can hear it on the podcast. Yeah, build it up really big so that it, when it fails. <laughs> and you can get to the podcast by going to weedandcliff.com or you can go to like Spotify or iTunes and search for us. See, I was trying to keep it low key. So in case it just really <laughs> in case is bad. it went like a lead balloon. Yes, that, uh, <laughs> not many people would hear it. Well, now I've built it up. I have. Yes, you have. Yeah, so it's... So he's really, you know, he's got to pull it off now. And I'm trying. I'm trying my best to get not only the great Wadini in here, but also a stupid person trick performed by our very own Cliff Ingram. Wait, wait, wait. What are you talking about? Well, we'll discuss it tomorrow (laughs) here. Wait, hold on. We'll discuss it tomorrow. What are you talking about? Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of the day, number number three. Drying the Nazis out. Number two. The Beer Fairy is coming to your house. The number one morning roadshow phrase for today, a reference to the great Weedini's possible appearance on Friday. He's got to pull it off in grand fashion. Oh, that's so much pressure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's going to be really... Fold like a tent. Yeah, now, it's it's going to yeah. be bad, yeah. yeah. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.